Today's podcast is brought to you by Howie's new book, Paperboy. To order today, go to HowieCarshow.com and click on store. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio, it's the Grace Curley Show. we got to bring in a new voice, a young voice, a rising voice, Grace Curley. You can read Grace's work in the Boston Herald and the Spectator. Especially Grace, Grace, stand up. Here's the millennial with the mic, Grace Curley. Hello, everyone. It is Grace Curley. That's right. I'm back. I am back, and I am so happy to be here First of all, before we get into any of the shenanigans of the show today, I want to give a major thank you to Taylor Cormier and to Aaron Chadbourne from WGAN for filling in for me the last few shows. Greatly appreciated. I was able to listen to both programs, and they did a phenomenal job. And I know you all enjoyed it, so big thanks to everyone. Yeah. And of course, Jared on the board, who's always holding on the fort for me. Um, I actually wanted to start the program. We're going to have a really fun show today. It's going to be great. But unfortunately, I have to start with two uh, two news stories that made me very sad over the weekend. Um, first of all, on Thursday, I wasn't here on Friday, but on Thursday, Carl Weathers passed away. And I'm a huge Carl Weathers fan. Obviously, Apollo Creed from the Rocky franchise. I think he was in the first four movies. Uh, Chubbs from Happy Gilmore. And there's just so many great roles. Also, one of my favorites, though, was when he played himself in Arrested Development. That's what really endeared him to me, was when he played himself and the running gag on the show was that he was running low on funds and he was always trying to, you know, he was always trying to either get a shift meal from the restaurant or, you know, it was just a really great role. And also today, news broke that Toby Keith... The legendary country singer passed away at age 62, so young, from stomach cancer. Um, Great artist, proud American. I love so many of his songs. And he was always um, incredibly supportive of the troops, and he was very proud to be supportive of them. He was very open and outspoken about his love for the troops, even when I'm sure it wasn't popular to be that way. Um, And so we're going to be playing some of his music all day today. Uh, Rest in peace to two legends, Carl Weathers and Toby Keith. Now, obviously, the big story of today, and this has been the big story for the last couple of days, is this border bill. And we'd heard rumblings about it. I threw out that number 5,000, like, oh, we're going to let in 5,000 illegal aliens a day. And then people started saying, oh, that's just rumors on the Internet. And then I walked it back. You know, I, I wanted to be careful. I said, maybe I heard that wrong. Maybe that was just some sort of conspiracy theory that made its way into my ex account. And no, it turns out that was true. Turns out that was true. And we knew that the tactic, I I love the way this is playing out as far as the strategy from the media and the Democrats. But I repeat myself, they're one and the same. They're on the same team. But this tactic is so predictable. Even for the left, there's no subtlety anymore. Like I miss the days... When they would roll these things out slowly and put in a little bit of effort. That's all I'm asking for. Just a little bit of effort. So here's the strategy. Not that I have to tell you guys. You've all seen this happen so many times. They ignore the border crisis. Completely ignore it. They gaslight the American people when we bring it up. If I were to bring up the border crisis, I'd be told, oh, you know, you're throwing red meat at your listeners. There's nothing there. You're blowing it out of proportion. It's fine. And then 
while trying to get this boondoggle of a bill passed to send more money to Ukraine. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? I I messed up there. Boondoggle. It's not just a boondoggle of a bill. It's a bipartisan boondoggle of a bill. That's how you know you're getting screwed. When they throw in the word bipartisan, that means Republicans are getting rolled and Democrats are getting everything they want. And you, the American taxpayer, you are getting screwed every which way known to man. That's what they mean when they say bipartisan. And this is the perfect example of it. So they want to pass this bill. And because some Republicans are moronic enough to get on board, they can call it bipartisan. Like all it takes is one Republican. You get the one and then you can summarize it all up as both sides of the aisle want this. We don't understand why there's some bad apples like Speaker Johnson who won't get on board. So they they keep saying it's bipartisan. That's the key word here. And when Republicans don't pass it, what they'll do, and you're seeing this today, they'll turn around and they'll say, well, the border crisis is your fault. There's a crisis at the border and it's your fault. And I would just like to say in response to that, oh, so there is a border crisis. Oh, so you're admitting that we have a problem. Well, that's new. Can we just take a moment? Can we just take a beat here and acknowledge the fact that you guys are a little late to the party? That for the past three and a half years, you've been telling us not to believe our eyes. And this this wasn't like, oh, last year. They, this was a few days ago they were telling us there wasn't a border crisis. Mayorkas told us how many times that the border was secure. Biden told us in between his ice cream and his, and his fancy iced coffees that the border was secure. The Associated Press at one point told their journalists not to use the word crisis to describe the influx of illegals at the border. KJP, this is a quote from September. This is KJP. The president has done more to secure the border and to deal with this issue of immigration than anybody else. He really has. June saw the single largest month-to-month drop in unlawful border crossings because of the policies the president put in place. That was KJP in September. Everything was going well. There was nothing to see here. Move along. This was a manufactured crisis that Republicans were pushing so they could also push their political stunts like sending illegal aliens from the red states like Texas to the blue states like New York. It was all made up by Republicans until, let me look at my watch here, until last week, like last Wednesday, they decide, you know what, actually, we we need to fix this. They throw this bill, they, they concoct this thing. It is a complete pork-filled monstrosity. And then when Republicans say, I don't know if this is actually going to fix anything. It seems like just a giant bill to send money to Ukraine. Then we're the bad guys. It's our fault. And you know what? I'm ha- I'll wear it. I'm happy. for You know, if, if this is the way it's going to go, I'm not afraid of that. And that's the problem I find with these Republicans is like, well, they're going to use it again. They're going to use everything against you. Okay? They're going to blame you for everything. Maybe no one told Langford this, but this is how it works. You get blamed for everything no matter what. So you might as well have a little bit of a backbone and do what you think is right. 
And if this is what Lankford thinks is right, is this bill, which we're going to break down and we're going to go through, then that's a Lankford problem. We've got a whole other issue there. But now we're being told that actually you were right this whole time. This is a humanitarian crisis. And what we need to fix it, according to our betters, is $60 billion for Ukraine and to accept 5,000 illegals a day and to give out work permits and roads to amnesty in order to incentivize this insanity just a little bit more. Oh, and by the way, it's locked in for years to come if we, if we get this bill. If this bill becomes law, it's locked in because we, we wouldn't want to risk orange man bad becoming president again and actually attempting to restore some sanity to this country that is on a road to destruction. We would not want to risk it. So we need to make sure that there's no way for him to undo any of these giveaways. You got to think of everything. When it comes to screwing you over, they think of everything. And they work really hard, too. They're up all night, according to Chuck Schumer. Midnight calls, fancy dinners. No, no expenses spared when it comes to making sure that you get screwed over. And by the way, that, that is the way they think they're going to fix this problem, is sending more money to Ukraine. So that in Ukraine, they don't spill the beans on the big guy and the big con, more importantly, that he's pulling. And also, let's give the asylum officers a pay raise because things are going so well, it only makes sense that they get a bump in pay. And now Lankford is saying, here's today's update. Cause I, th- this has been out there over the weekend. How we talked a lot about it yesterday. Aaron talked about it. They did a great job with it. They mentioned a few things that I'm going to go back to. But let's talk about today. Now, Langford is saying he might not push the bill, his bill. And he says because the biggest issue, according to the senator from Oklahoma, is, quote, he has members that have questions on it. So he doesn't think it's going to get the votes. And I'm sitting here going, I would argue you'd have a much bigger issue if your members didn't have questions on this bill. So now we are the problem. It's Republicans' fault according to the Brainiacs at Morning Joe, who, by the way, in case you missed it, according to Axios, the people at the the stellar geniuses on the panels of Morning Joe, like Mike Barnacle and the perpetually nodding Mika Brzezinski, they are Biden's spiritual advisors, according to this piece in Axios. What? Which kind of explains, Jared, why we seem to be on a fast track to becoming a third world. If, like... Mika Brzezinski and Joe Scarborough and Al Sharpton are the people that Joe Biden's taking his cues from. Another piece of the puzzle is falling into place for me. Desecration. Yeah, but we won't give Chuck Schumer. And and I was listening to Howie's opening yesterday and I had him on the radio and he played the cut from Chuck Schumer. And this cut, I'm going to save it for when you come back. This cut blew my mind. This is now... It used to be the politicians, if they thought they had a good idea, they'd have to sell it to the American people. Now we have politicians like Chuck Schumer who are basically just threatening people. He's he's big on threats. Remember that famous threat he gave to Donald Trump that became very true? He said, you know, you might not want to cross the intelligence agencies because they have six ways to Sunday to get back at you. Something along those lines. And now he's threatening us. Now he's saying, you might not want to tick us off. 
and not go along with this spending because we might send your sons and daughters into Ukraine. We might get your kids involved in another war. You'd hate to see that, right? Then give us our money. They're blackmailing us. They're, They're holding us hostage. And they're doing it so proudly. So out in the open. It's amazing. 844-500-4242. We're going to talk about that when we come back. We're going to take your calls on this border bill. Do not go anywhere. Oh, and also today, we're going to discuss the fact that Joe Biden doesn't want to sit down with CBS before the Super Bowl. He just decided, no thanks. And so Trump says, all right, I'll sit down with you guys. You guys could take me. And I saw this piece today in Media Eye, and it said, CBS should take Trump up on his bluff and tell him that they'd interview him. And I'm going, do you guys really, for for all of these publications and outlets that are so obsessed with Donald Trump, they have such little understanding of this dude. Like, you really think it's a bluff? What part of Donald Trump do you think is bluffing on this? Does anyone think that if CBS said, all right, we'll, we'll interview you, that he's going to go, actually, no. I would guess he's going to go for it if they offer. I don't think they will offer. But I just, I don't even understand what part of Trump would make you think he wouldn't sit down? This guy will sit down with anybody. He sat down with CBS. The real story here is the fact that Joe Biden can't sit down with Nora O'Donnell for three, you know, softball questions. That's the more concerning part. We'll be right back. As you can tell, I'm geared up here for this show. We have a lot to get to, so don't go anywhere. Now, last night I got home, Jared, long weekend of traveling. So much fun. But the last thing I wanted to do was go to the supermarket, try to figure out what to do for dinner. Luckily, I've got my stash of all of the wonderful, delicious steaks, hot dogs, burgers, everything you could ask for from Omaha Steaks. And it's always at the ready. It takes away the planning part of my life. I don't have to worry about stopping on my way home or stopping on my way back from ski country. I just have it all ready to go. And it's the best quality. It's the best price. And it's so damn delicious. Yeah, I, uh, I've i always been a fan of the hot dogs as well as the steaks, but I'm really into the chicken right now. I'm on a chicken kick. And that's why this deal is great because you're going to love this chicken. But everything you get from Omaha Steaks is fantastic. The desserts, the sides, the meats, the kind of out-of-the-box stuff they have, like they have venison, a couple different things. I think they have buffalo, stuff you might not have thought about. Whatever you can think of, they have. And they're always throwing new stuff in, too. They're always trying new things. And like Jared said, this deal is really great. If you go to omahasteaks.com slash grace, that's omahasteaks.com slash grace, you're going to get four free chicken breasts and... Another one of Jared's favorites for free pork chops. So this is a really great deal. And no one comes close to matching the flavor, tenderness, and value of Omaha Steaks. That's the part I always want to tell my listeners about. It's the value. You can't get this quality of meat anywhere else for this price. You can't beat it. So go to omahasteaks.com slash grace. Get your four free chicken breasts and four free boneless pork chops with your order go to omahasteaks.com slash grace hurry this offer won't last long minimum purchase may apply we're going to take your calls all this first hour it's 844-500-4242 and we'll be right back follow grace on twitter at g underscore curly
This is the Grace Curley Show. As soon as we could see clearly through our big black eye, man, we lit up your world like the 4th of July. Hey, Uncle Sam, put your name at the top of his list, and the Statue of Liberty started shaking her fist, and the eagle will fly, and it's gonna be here when you hear I saw a lot of cuts of this song going around on Twitter with montages of the troops watching Toby Keith play it. If that doesn't give you chills, you don't have a heart. I mean, these were just awesome videos. 844-500-4242. I got to read this headline. We're going to go to the callers in a second here. But we've been talking about this interview that CBS has before the big game. And typically, and it's changed in the past, Trump's actually won, I think one year he said he wasn't going to do it either. So it's not, it's not a tradition as much anymore as it once was. But with that all being said, Joe Biden said he's not going to do it. And this is strange because the man gets wet kisses from the mainstream media. And really, they're going to edit it. He's just going to have to sit there. Nora O'Donnell's going to say, You know, what's it like to be such a decent, compassionate man? Or, you know, the framing I like for their tough questions is... You got good blood, kid. Republicans keep attacking you and your son. How does this make you feel? And, you know, what's your plan going forward for these inhumane, callous, mean attacks from the other side? You know, because nothing's his fault. He's a victim. And so I, I love this headline, though, in NBC. I laughed out loud today. It said... Why is Biden skipping the Super Bowl Sunday interview? Question mark. I didn't even have to click on it, to be honest. I kind of know the answer. I don't know if NBC hasn't been watching. The better question is... Oh, this is going to sound wonky. Why wouldn't he skip it? The man can't put a sentence together. And Trump put that out on social media, on, on Truth Social. But it's like, NBC, are you really asking that question? Why Biden is skipping the Super Bowl Sunday interview? Question mark. You tell! Why? It's such a mystery to me. Why is he skipping it? Is it because the entire country is in disarray and he has no idea where he is at any given moment? Does that have anything to do with it? Today's poll question is brought to you by Perfect Smiles and has to do with this question. Don't be fooled by imposters with similar names. If you're unhappy with your smile, you need to visit Dr. Bruce Houghton in Nashua. Call one eight four four a perfect smile or visit perfectsmiles.com. Jared, what is the poll question and what are the results thus far? Today's poll question, which you can vote in at gracecurleyshow.com, is what are the chances CBS offers Trump <laughs> the NFL championship interview? Zero percent, less than 25 percent. 25 to 50% or over 50%? I'm going to say 0 to 25%. 12% of the audience says uh, less than 25%. 3% say over 50%. 1% believes 25 to 50 And 84% for the big old bagel. 0% chance. Yeah. I, I mean, I, I saw uh, somebody on, uh, I'm blanking on what his name was, talking about this and whether CBS would offer it. And he was just saying how CBS would get so much pushback from their viewers who would be so angry. Remember like when CNN tried to tried to have a little bit of a conservative viewpoint and that the listeners got really angry or when they when they had Trump for a town hall and the listeners almost revolted. But I don't know, because as much as the viewers of CBS hate Donald Trump, 
they also love to watch him based off the ratings. We'll talk more about this when we come back. And I have an idea for Donald Trump. Don't go anywhere. Live from the Aviva Trattoria studio. Welcome back, everyone, to the Grace Curley Show. We got to talk about this border bill. It is insane. And a lot of conservatives were putting pieces of it onto Twitter, you know, screenshots of it so people could read it. You know what I hate about these bills? And I know it's just the way things are done, but I hate all of like the verbiage and how hard it is to read them section 5a 23b i think it's meant to confuse people and so i have to wait for other conservatives to kind of explain all of the crap that's in here because i don't have time i don't think most people have time to go through 400 pages of nonsense of stuff that you can barely read and luckily though there's plenty of people out there who aren't going to let any of this go unnoticed, including this uh, Matt Howell on Twitter who said he, he really just screenshotted a bunch of different things, including giving work permits away like candy. That's one part of the bill that says employment authorization shall be provided to aliens described in this subsection in accordance with Section 235C. Uh, new word salad for asylum, which won't change anything, puts far left D.C. district court in charge. Chamber of Commerce giveaways, employment authorizations for fiancés, spouses, and children of United States citizens and specialty workers, locking in future administrations into the giveaways, and also uh, we'll play a little bit of, oh, and of course we don't want to forget, we will pay for the lawyers of illegal aliens. That's part of a section 235C, counsel for certain unaccompanied alien children that we will pay for it is absolute insanity that's the best way to describe it and i want to play a sound cut here that how he played yesterday in his opening and it really struck me and it actually made me think of a piece that i i read last week but i didn't end up talking about it on the air but it was from the federalist and it was talking about how red state families or conservative families need to be acutely aware of what's going on as far as foreign policy goes because it's oftentimes the children or the spouses of conservative families who enlist in the armed services and make the sacrifices and a lot of times the decision makers don't care about those people the decision makers do not think about your kids or your husbands or your fathers or your wives or your mothers who are enlisting they just think about lining their pockets they think about getting us involved in all of these wars. And I think with Ukraine, it's even more nefarious than that. Like, we're, we're used to that, Jared. We're used to that as far as the war machine goes. But it's hard to look at the Biden family with what we know about their corruption. And we know so much about their corruption, despite the fact that the mainstream media, who typically would be asking the questions, has gone out of their way to cover everything up. We still know a good deal about just how corrupt this family is and so much of it has to do with ukraine the country the corrupt country has a history of corruption that now we are being told we need to send 60 billion dollars to that's on top of the billions we've already sent there 
so that Chuck Schumer doesn't feel compelled to send your kids into war. Do I have that right? Because coming out of my mouth, it sounds absurd. But really, if you distill what he's saying, that is what he's getting at. Let's play this Chuck Schumer cut and then we'll talk about it. Go ahead, Jared. You've said that you worked very closely with Leader McConnell on this. This bill, now that we see what's in it, seems to be as bipartisan as it gets. Why wouldn't this, why wouldn't both sides really want this to go through? Okay, well, can a you, great question. Can you pause it there? I'm sorry. I know I said I was going to play Chuck Schumer, but I love that. That tells you all you need to know. Like if Mika Brzezinski is on board with something, and, and I love the fake sincerity that she's working on in her voice. It really seems to be bipartisan, Chuck Schumer. Far-left radical Chuck Schumer. What could it be that Republicans have an issue with? Uh, I, I would like to say she's playing dumb, but I, I think that gives her too much of a pass. All right, let's hear Chuck Schumer's reasoning here. As it gets, why wouldn't this, why wouldn't both sides really want this to go through? Well, it's a great question, Mika. Look, it took a long time, four months of arduous negotiations. They fell off the tracks a whole bunch of times. I had to be on the phone even at midnight saying we've got to keep going. Why? We're at a turning point in America. This bill is crucial and history will look back on it and say, did America fail itself? Why is it crucial? Well, if we don't aid uh, Ukraine... Putin will be walk all over Ukraine. We will lose the war and we could be fighting in Eastern Europe in a NATO ally in a few years. Americans won't like that. What an ominous, nefarious way to frame things. He's threatening people. It would be terrible if we ended up getting into war and we had to send your kids in there to die. You would hate that, wouldn't you? And by the way, why are those the options? Like we have to continue to send blank checks to Ukraine or else we'll end up in a war with Russia. I just feel like I know I don't have all the answers with this geopolitical, you know, all these things. I'm not a foreign policy expert, unlike Joe Biden. He's got five decades of screwing up everything he comes in contact with. I don't have that kind of experience. Okay, so keep that in mind. But I have to imagine with all of these brilliant minds working together and at midnight, nonetheless, with all of these Mensa members in a room together, and you've got John Bolton, you know, weighing in, and you've got Nikki Haley, all these neocons, and you've got Chuck Schumer, and you've got Lankford, and you've got all of it, and, and I'm sure that they're using all their brain power, that our only options are send $60 billion to Ukraine with no end in sight, or send Americans into the next World War III. Hmm. I would hope we could come up with something else. I have a question about that. You know, we'll be sending American troops. Americans won't like that. They're not the ones who can approve. They can't do anything with this bill. Why Why are we bringing people into this? American citizens aren't the ones who have anything to do with this. Are, are, the, are the sons and daughters of the people who oppose this bill, are their kids going over? Like, what? what is... No. What, like, why? I mean, I understand they're willing to essentially, you know... Let your children die to protect their money laundering scheme in the Biden family. Oh, yeah. But they're they, happy to. Not only are they willing yeah, to, they're yes, happy they're to. They're giddy about the concept of that. But why are they bringing that? In? Why is he bringing that into this? No, and you're right, Jared, because how he brought that up yesterday, he said it's not Chuck Schumer's kids that, that are going no. over there. 
It's not Mitt Romney's kids. But they want to let you know that they're willing to do that. Like, they want to let you know not to push them too far. We've gotten too cute in the past. Listen up. The, the American people should know this. We've, we're really on thin ice with these politicians. First, we elected Donald J. Trump. They didn't like that at all. And now we're pointing out the fact that the border is a disaster. They don't appreciate that. They don't appreciate that even some Democrats are starting to point it out. And now we're talking about not giving them their billions of dollars for Ukraine. It's just too much. We need to be disciplined. We, we need to be punished. And he's he just wants to kind of throw that out there. That that's that's a possibility. And you know what? I want to say that Nancy Mace says it. So maybe I can say it. Can I say it takes big? No, I won't. Unlike Nancy Mace, I'm going to keep it classy. It takes cojones to say that to people. But this is what he does. Like he Chuck Schumer likes a good threat. He likes to throw a threat out there into the mix. And this is really what politics have become, especially on the left. It's not about it's not about presenting options or good ideas or, you know, making your case to the American people. It's bullying the American people. It's reminding the American people you have no say. You're going to pay for everything and you're going to shut up and you're going to like it. And you know what? How we had a call yesterday. I love this guy. He said, so now now from Nikki Haley and all these other neocons, we're hearing about the pensions in Ukraine. You know, it's like their equivalent of a pension. Why we need to be paying for their pensions. I mean, if you send aliens down to this planet, they wouldn't believe it. They would be shaking their heads going, how did you all let this happen? And he wants to tell us that we're going to look back and say, uh, did America fail itself because we didn't go along with Chuck Schumer's billions of dollars of wasteful spending? Oh, yeah, that's going to be the thing that we look back on, Jared. And I'm going to go right then. That's when it happened. When Chuck Schumer told us to give him all the money or, or to give the politicians all the money so they could get us involved in wars and so they could spend it and give pay raises to asylum officers that's when we went off the tracks, is when we didn't go along with that bill. How long have they been losing this war with our money? Three years? Jared, you know what it's, it's going to be? It's February. It's almost three years now, right? You know what it's going to be? It's going to be the history, the history books. Yes. We'll look back on this moment. That's, that's when you know they're really running out of ideas. It's first they mention history, and they say, what will the historians like John Meacham write about this? And then they go into... Just give us the money or else, dot, dot, dot. That's when they're really out of ideas. Just give us the money or, you know, we're going to have to send your kids to war. Hmm. And you know what the worst part is? People keep voting for it. People keep voting for it over and over and over again. And I would love to tell you that people aren't going to fall for this, but I don't know. I, I don't think people are so stupid that now that Democrats have decided to acknowledge this problem, that they're going to go, yeah, you're right. This is a problem. And it is the Republicans' fault. But I don't want to underestimate the stupidity either. 844-500-4242. By the way, Ukraine, you might be saying to yourself, well, Grace, I'm a little uncomfortable with sending $60 billion to Ukraine on top of everything we've already sent them because they've been known on occasion to have a few issues with accounting they've had some corruption in the past and i would say to you it's been almost 
a full week since anything like that has happened. So get over it. Okay, this was from last week. Employees from a Ukrainian arms firm conspired with defense ministry officials to embezzle almost $40 million earmarked to buy 100,000 shells for the war with Russia, Ukraine Security Service reported. This is from the AP. That was last week. Okay, so obviously you don't have to worry about that anymore. If you're voicing concerns over the money we're sending to Ukraine because of situations like that, To quote one of my favorite lines from Seinfeld, you're living in the past, man. You need to get over it. We're on the up and up. Onward and upward. 844-500-4242. We'll continue to play some sound cuts for you on this topic. Biden also talking about everything from America being back. He's mentioning people who have been deceased for quite some time. He's just going off the rails and On the same theme, this is a theme that I really like today. I love how Democrats want everything to be true at the same time. I find this kind of fascinating. It's like, okay, so the border is secure, but also you have to give us all this money to secure the border. That doesn't make sense. That is inherently contradictory. And then at the same time, you've got Senator Bernie Sanders doing what Democrats do, going on late night TV. Therapy for liberals, as Stephen Miller calls it. Blah, 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 blah. And sitting there and saying, Americans are living paycheck to paycheck. That's how you know Biden's economy is so strong. Make that one make sense. The economy is so strong, but you need to vote for Joe Biden so that he can help Americans who are living paycheck to paycheck. Wait a second. Something's not making sense. Something's not adding up here. We'll be right back. We'll continue to talk about all of this and we'll play a little bit of Laura Ingram because she just ran through the list of everything that's wrong with this bill as if you needed to know that. And I've had so much coffee today and I've I've missed being here. So that's why I'm just rattling things off. But one of my favorite cuts of today, and it kind of does go along with the Chuck Schumer, is Chicago Mayor Brandon Johnson, who's clearly letting the stress of his job get to him, lecturing a reporter on why... He hasn't visited the border yet. He has a job, a wife, and children. And that's his excuse. And when I hear Chuck Schumer talking about, like, I was getting calls at midnight, and I hear Brandon Johnson saying, I have kids and a wife. I'm busy. I just want to ask all of these Democrats, did someone force you to take this job? Like, at some point, you had to run for this position. Why are you acting as though we all made you do this? We'll talk more about that when we come back. Jared, something I want to talk about right now, though is the Nasa Beach Inn. Because the winter, this time of year, the winter getaways, they can really leave you feeling restored and renewed. And they give you a little bit of that tranquility and a little bit of fun this time of year, which can be bleak for people. And the Nasa Beach Inn is the perfect place to go to get all of that comfort of Cape Cod without the traffic, without the crowds, but with all of the beauty. Yeah, you can actually hear the waves in the ocean. You don't just hear people talking and kids screaming and who knows what else going on on the beach during the summer. No, it's the best time to be there because you have it all to yourself. You can walk along the beach. It's pet friendly. You can bring your dog. You can just take a walk on the beach. It's fantastic there because your steps from the beach, no matter where you are at the Nauset Beach Inn, it was so tranquil. My wife and I went down there. We loved the fire pits. We sat outside by the fire pit in the morning, drank our morning coffee, watched the sunrise. You can sit out there by the fire pits and and look at the moon rise and see the stars. And if it's really cold, you can go into the room because every room has its own fireplace and a picture window so you can see out. And it is just 
super cozy, however you want to get your coziness. And I would pay big money for all of that, Jared, but luckily at the Nossipe Gin, I don't have to because the deal is just that good. Go to thenossipegin.com and you can book your stay for under $200 this winter. Go to nossipegin.com. That's nossipegin.com. Looking forward to talking to you when we come back. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to The Grace Curley Show. This is The Grace Curley Show. Justice will be served and the battle will rage. This big dog will fight when you rattle his cage. You'll be sorry that you mess with the U.S. of A. Cause we'll put a boot in your ass. It's American way. Welcome back, everyone, to the Grace Curly Show. We're talking about this insane amnesty slash giveaway bill that for some reason the senator from Oklahoma... Lankford thought was a good idea. He's already backing away from it. And there's a lot to talk about in regards to illegal aliens, including the illegals who beat up the police officers in New York and that picture that is now everywhere of the illegal flipping the double bird as he walked out of prison uh, well, or jail. We'll talk about that in a little bit. Thomas, you're next up on the Grace Curley Show. Go ahead, Thomas. Are you there, Thomas? Yes. Sorry about that, Grace. I just got distracted for a second. No worries. What's going on? uh, Yeah, I was just listening to another station on the uh, lower end of the FM dial, and they played a video, uh, an audio clip of Joe Biden saying when Donald Trump went to France, you know what he said about those people that were buried over in France? He said Donald Trump called them a bunch of suckers. He never said that. And John Bolton was asked back then. And John Bolton is a guy that always takes notes. And he said, I don't ever recall uh, Trump saying that. And I was with him that day when they went to the beaches of Normandy or whatever it was. And this this is what our American news media allows this guy, our, our current president, to blatantly lie about another candidate. And they don't call him on that. And. For anyone who's a progressive out there listening to my voice, um, do you really think that's serving the public when when you allow someone that you know that you you claim the moral high ground as a journalist and you don't call people out on just an out and out lie? Yeah, no, what you're. Am I you're... You're absolutely right, Thomas. And that entire story that was propped up by The Atlantic has been debunked so many times. And there's actually details about that day that's called into question, details involving the helicopter and how they couldn't visit the the site that they were going to, the cemetery, because there was fog and helicopters and fog don't mix well. But there's so many things that Biden claims and that other Democrats and journalists, using air quotes there, claim that Trump has said that he's never said that have been disproven. Find the fraud being one of them. There's an entire case based off of something Donald Trump never said. But you're right, Thomas, the suckers and losers narrative from the anonymous sources at The Atlantic, that tops the list of lies pushed by our media and by Joe Biden, of course. We'll talk more when we come back. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. 